Welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast with your host, Masters in Exercise Science and Minor in Reality, William Mitchell. Hello and welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast. I'm your host, William Mitchell. Last week, we took a look at exactly what is stress, what causes stress, the difference between acute stress and chronic stress, the effect stress can have on your health, and most importantly, what can you do to eliminate or relieve the effects of stress in your life? Well, this week, it's a topic that I've known about for a long time, but it's been in the news recently, and it just really doesn't make any sense. And it's the fact that drinking diet sodas, or using artificial sweeteners actually, can cause weight gain. When it was first discovered that people who consumed more artificial sweetener were more likely to weigh more, everybody said, well, really, people who weigh more are using the artificial sweeteners. That's got to be the problem. But then the research started to continue and found that it wasn't just that correlation that heavier people would use more diet sodas or, or um, non-nutritive sweeteners. They found that it actually caused people or actually was associated with people gaining weight. Now, I want to kind of split hairs for a second. Um, it's not really been determined to be 100% a causation, which means they can't say for sure that the diet, uh, the non-nutritive sweeteners cause you to gain weight, but it's very strongly correlated, which means that most of the people, a lot of the people who consume artificial sweeteners begin to gain weight and so they're trying to figure out exactly what could possibly cause that because obviously it's not the amount of calories in it because they don't have calories and one original thought was it's like oh well I have done so well on not having calories in my sodas then I'm going to have extra calories for my meals so the person goes in they order a triple cheeseburger and a banana split and a diet soda um so you end up consuming more calories because you've saved a few. And actually, that same thing does work in a lot of exercise. You know, people will go and burn two or 300 calories in a workout. And to reward themselves, they'll go have a 800-calorie large milkshake. So you end up with a great disparity because it seems like you should have saved that many calories or burned that many calories. So you just don't really estimate the, the number of calories correctly. But there's a lot more going on than just that even. The particular study that brought this into the news just recently was from the Nutrition and Health Study done in February 15th of 2021. And it said that if you can consume diet drinks and most of the studies have been done on diet drinks because that's where most of the artificial non-nutritive sweeteners are used but if a person drinks diet drinks it stimulates the reward center in the brain which causes you to want more rewards more of whatever and it decreases the self-control center in the brain which doesn't sound like a really good idea i want more rewards and my self-control is going to be dampened just a little bit now, because of sugar's great ability to be an energy source and the relative scarcity of sugar through most of human existence, almost all animals, including humans, have a strong sweet tooth. There's a very, very strong desire for sugar. Matter of fact, a March 2014 study in addictive biology, and this is a repeat of a study that had been done before, they took rats and they addicted them to cocaine and heroin. 
And then they gave them their choice. They could push a button, they got cocaine. They could push a button, they got heroin. Or they could push a button, they got sweetened water. It was very sweet water. And the majority of the time, these drug-addicted rats took sweetened water over the drugs that they were addicted to. So whenever you think your sweet tooth is out of control, it's hardwired into our body. I mean, you want that even worse than a drug addict wants its drug. So this is really not a weakness on your part whenever you really crave the sweets. But once again, how can a non-nutritive, no-calorie sweetener cause you to gain weight? A study published November of 2012 in the Physiology and Behavior Journal They took people who normally drank diet sodas and people who normally did not drink diet sodas. And they gave them diet sodas and did an MRI of their brain. And they gave them non-diet sodas and gave them a functional MRI of their brain while they were drinking these. And the non-diet soda drinkers, their brain lit up very, very differently based on whether it was a diet soda or a non-diet soda. But the people that were chronic diet soda drinkers, their brain did not light up differently. It lit up just, it just showed, hey, sweet. And so that proved that the drinking the diet soda had altered the brain's response to any form of a sweet taste, which once again leads us back to the sweet addiction that we would have. So that's some ideas on how it affects the brain. But The September 2013 of Diabetes Care magazine, a study in it, showed that non-nutritive sweeteners increased your blood glucose level when consumed with a meal. So they started seeing, okay, exactly how does this work? What they found was anytime your body tastes something sweet, whether it's an artificial sweetener or whether it's a natural sweetener, your physiological responses start, and the first thing that happens is your body releases more insulin and more glucagon-like peptide. And both of these are used to help get blood sh- the sugar out of your blood, to lower the blood sugar, which is a good thing. But usually, the fastest way for it to get the sugar out of your blood is to store it as fat, which could contribute to the weight gain. Another thing that happens is, and I've got to give you a little bit of background here, the glucose molecules, the sugar molecules, are fairly large. So if they have to soak in or soak out of a cell membrane to get into the bloodstream or whatever, it's a fairly slow process. So your body has developed these um, glucose transporters, and there's, I think, 13 of them. And I've talked about GLUT4 before, that when you move, the GLUT4 receptors push up out of the cell, which allows the glucose to come into the cell quicker. Well, you have one called GLUT2, that it's in your intestine, and it... Um, whenever it's told to, it moves to the surface and grabs the glucose and takes it out of the intestine and puts it into the bloodstream. Well, whenever you taste something sweet, your body signals for the GLUT2 to immediately go to the surface of the intestine and also gives the GLUT1, which transmits um, blood sugar into the bloodstream as well. It increases the production of that. So all of a sudden, you're glucose transport system is on high alert which means that if you have a non-nutritive sweetener which is as far as your brain's concerned much sweeter than sugar when you have that with a meal 
it really kicks your um, glucose absorption system into high gear, which gets even more of the sugar out of your food and into your bloodstream. So to keep your blood sugar levels down, your body produces more insulin. It causes more of this stuff to be stored as fat. So when you put all this together, if you have a non-nutritive sweetener, your pleasure centers of the brain rev up, your self-control goes down, anything sweet will do, and you've already got a sweet tooth, and the sweet taste trigger your fat storage uh, systems to go into overdrive, you can see how having a diet soda can cause you to gain weight. Now, there are a few studies that say that this does not apply in everybody, that there are people that drink diet sodas and are still able to lose weight. However, it is something to think about. So that leaves us with the problem, well, what do I drink? Because I'm thirsty. And, you know, there's a lot of people out there that for some reason just don't like water. So what are some good options for you? Some of the flavored but not sweetened sparkling waters, although they have had some studies that show that there was a problem with them unsweetened tea, green, herbal, black, whatever kind of tea you like. Uh, black coffee is another option, although a lot of people have an issue with black coffee. These are all options. Now, you're probably not going to be as satisfied with them to start with as you were to your sodas that you'd been drinking, but generally your body gets used to and actually starts to crave whatever it is that you've been drinking or eating. So trying these and, and just persevering through for a while will help you acquire the taste for them and hopefully make your fitness journey just a little bit funner. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If I've said anything that you thought was enjoyable or worth sharing, Please refer this to a friend so that they can have more fun in their fitness journey. Also, please remember to subscribe and like the podcast. As always, I'd like to thank One Accord for the bumper music and Paul Sink for the great intro work. And I hope you'll join us next week as we try to make fitness funner.